You are a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not an entry into someone's ledger. You could never be replaced with AI or anything else. You're incredibly unique. Your consciousness is nothing that could be bought or sold. I see you. You see yourself. Who is anybody kidding? Welcome to Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. The purpose of this show, Early Riser, is to give you some encouragement to start your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is recognized here. You are a small business owner or a wage worker or someone trying really hard to make it in these very trying times. You are a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your politics or your religious beliefs, your traditions, your tribe, you are the value in this world and the economy. And I see you in a world of destruction and degradation. The world should see you for the value that you create, for the value that you produce. If you're, a, if you're working a job and you have to live in a shelter or in a car, this podcast is especially dedicated to you. You are seen and you are not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. Do you know what I do? First, of course, I smell the inside of my nose. And then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because I can barely believe it. And then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are. But that's a pretty I, scary idea for a lot of people. So this show is kind of an inaugural show. It's the inaugural week of this show starting. Let me briefly explain to you what the plan is. The purpose is, in the intro I told you, to give you some encouragement and something new to ponder throughout the course of your day. The plan, so to speak, will go something like this, at least for the beginning, at least until things get rolling. The shows will be recorded. They'll go out early in the morning so early risers on the East Coast can hear them. And then they'll just roll out as the sun moves across the sky like that. As people wake up for work, you can just listen as you see fit, of course. But be clear, this is really a show dedicated to those who get up early and are ready to get going and start get this country's economy uh, on the road here. Um, so that's kind of where, where my head is at. It's going to go like three or four uh, uh, days a week. And there'll be a feedback show on Fridays. And who knows if that goes really well and there's so many, uh, so much feedback that I need a longer show. It'll, it'll, I'll move that to Sunday afternoons. But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Um, for the purpose of me being in the right headspace I, headspace, I also record these early in the morning. And then they're just released in the following days in whatever order I think they should go in. Um, eventually, I'd like to do them live, at least some of them. Um, so here's what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to give you something to think about, like something weird, like the human brain or consciousness, the subconscious mind, aliens or ancient civilizations or some kind of a lesson that I've learned from work, you know, a work story or because I've done a lot of different jobs. I'm a working class person and I have those work stories that over time, you know, make you wise, you know, um, 
even an attempt at comedy once in a while. I'm going to stay away from politics and religion or anything that might put somebody in a bad mood first thing in the morning. That's not what I want to do. I want to help you relax your way into the day. Um, since you may have your own studies and like spiritual things that you do, I don't want to get involved in any of that. I don't want to get in the way of any of those things with my musings. And I want this to be a family-friendly show. I'd love to hear about families sitting around the table listening to my show in the morning while they're eating breakfast. That would be the best. That would be the biggest reward I could get. Um, you're the strong ones in this economy. You know, we are in a struggle, and you are the ones holding it together. And I just want you to, I just love you, and I want to dedicate this show to you. Um, I've had a lot of cool and also not some great employment situations. I'll also relay the knowledge I've gained from some of those experiences. So there will be a mixture of practical and whimsical in this show. I try to, I try to integrate the practical and the whimsical together the best I can. Then there'll be an ad, some kind of an ad. And uh, then after the first ad, I'll put in the theory or the idea for today's show and the story behind it. And then there'll be another really brief ad. And then there will be like a question that we can take from the little story or from the kind of uh, speculation or postulation that I make. Um, but the point is to have a good time. And then the Friday show will be dedicated to your comments and your input. There are no super chats because I don't do blue at tube and I don't do any of the legacy social media either i'm social media is just far too toxic so as long as the comments meet my gui guidelines of being encouraging and not divisive or overtly proselytizing um, i'm going to read them on friday's show if you make a rumble rant or buy me a coffee paid comments at buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast um, those will definitely be read that's a way to guarantee that your comment will be read i am commercial Herschel and I am this is a business and it's going to have to pay for itself I'm not investing into it and it'll pay it, anything I make from it goes right back into it and then I'll eat read that input on Friday so tell me your name and where you live if you like um, you can also make simple comments in the sections below the video and on my Substack, which is commercialherschel.substack.com um Please subscribe to that because that's the best way to get notices for the show. Going forward, I'm going to do like a weekly. You can do weekly or, or daily like I'll do on Mondays. I'll send you or Sunday nights. I'll send you the schedule for the week coming up. You know what the subject matter is going to be. And then I'll do one every day just to kind of update you. And you can like unsubscribe from the dailies, I think, if you want. I'm pretty sure you can control like how many that you get. Um... I've got several decades of writing and stories and, and folders full of different things to pull from as subject matter for my show. And a lot of that writing is just going to go up on commercialherschel.substack.com. I've got everything from film scripts to uh, screenplays to little um, uh, uh, stage plays to short stories to poetry to prose. I mean, all kinds of stuff song lyrics everything and it's all going to end up on substack eventually and there'll be music up there once in a while too i've been bad on the music but there will be music up there too eventually um 
So get your input in. Get it ahead of time for Fridays if you want to have a comment. If you want me to have me read your comments about the prior, you know, the the, the shows from earlier in the week, and I'll read them. Uh, so let's. Um, our regular listeners can call in. We can get down some rabbit holes or just laugh and simply express our appreciation for each other in this very dystopian time. Uh, don't we need that? Don't you agree that we could use a place? Uh, more positivity in our world right now. Don't you think we can displace some negative with some more positive? There's nothing wrong with that. That's a pretty good idea, I think. I think no matter what you think about anything politically or religiously, you can agree with that. So now that that, you know, I'm an e pluribus unum kind of a guy. You know, I, I think that's a really important idea. Pluralism is a big, important part of um, any strong society. So now that the description is over for this, uh, either first or second podcast, I'm not sure. Let's get into the actual show. I'm going to put an ad right here and do the main part of the show and then another ad and then something for you to ponder, a question or if you prefer a discussion. And Mark. Okay, thank you for sticking around. I want to think about today how our subconscious minds work to help us solve problems even when we aren't conscious of it. That's why it's called the subconscious. Don't you think it would be a good idea to like put your subconscious mind to work for you? Um, it can work like that. It's fascinating. The brain is a physical organ. It is the weirdest computer. Sometimes people call it a meat computer. I hope we can talk about how we can put that subconscious aspect of our brains to work for us in a purposeful way. There are many ways people do this and don't realize it. In fact, if you're not careful, you can program your subconscious mind in a very negative way. I know you've heard this old saying, garbage in, garbage out. Well, it works the other way too. I bet you've seen people out in the world these days who are on the edge. Maybe they watch too much TV and, and or and or are on so much social media that they have this idea that everyone is their enemy. They lash out or behave in very paranoid ways. They can be very presumptuous about other people simply because of an outward appearance or someone who reminds them of some negative thing they've been focusing in on as they watch their screens. As for you, you take control of that. And you know that you can wrestle that control away from the people behind the screen and do something better for yourself. That's why you are the strong, smart ones. And that's why this show is for you. There are positive ways that people do that people do positively affect their subconscious minds and very effectively. Sometimes praying can do it because you're embedding positive thought into your mind. Sometimes meditation, sometimes affirmations, simply making sure that we have good control over the stimuli that we consume. I have abandoned social media. It is so toxic. Uh, well, as I call it, waste clock. I don't even like to use the real words for those social media companies. I don't want them in my mind. I don't want them in my algorithm. I call the one that sounds like a clock, I call it waste clock. Social media is like a bad parent. It's like a bad mother. It wastes your time. It, it violates your privacy and it destroys your future. 
And, you know, so making sure you have good control over the stimuli you consume is important. Audiobooks are great for this. And even when you're not paying attention, guess what? I know you know what I'm about to say. Your subconscious mind is aware of it and it's gathering that data. So sometimes it's nice to just have things playing in the background, even if you're not listening, making sure it's real positive. And it's, it's gathering data. Your brain is gathering that data. Here's an illustration I also know most of you have heard. It's really good. You probably know it. When you walk into a room, you flick the light switch and the light switch goes on. You don't know how it works. You just know it works. You don't think about how it works or whether you know how it works. You don't go out and buy a book, how does a light switch work, before you go in the room and flick the switch. You just do it. You don't say, okay, I'm going to walk into the room and with one seamless motion, flick the light switch. Then the switch is going to complete a circuit from the service panel, which is connected to the grid. And then the electricity is going to flow from the service panel, travel to the light fixture, which is connected to the light bulb. And then the filament in the light bulb is going to ignite the gas inside the light bulb. And then there is going to be a light in the room and then I am going to be able to see what is inside the room. No, you don't do that. You just walk in, you flick the light switch on. The the subconscious mind can work the same way as that light. You don't have to understand how it works to utilize it. You can just use it. You can knock and the door will be opened. You can ask and it shall be given. There are lots of kings and lots of kinds of kings but that meat computer, that meat computer that's up in your cranium, that is the juicy king of juicy kings. You are also aware of another phenomenon. Not the one where you're thinking about someone and they coincidentally call you on the phone, you know? That kind of woo-woo, kind of how did that happen? I was just thinking about them and they called me. That's a different thing. That's more weird. Similarly, a lot of what people call esoteric knowledge isn't esoteric as you think it's right there if you take control of your mind you'll learn what you want to learn in fact esoterica and mental discipline are inextricably linked they are linked paradoxically because once you concentrate with your mind for a solution and learn about something considered esoteric it's simultaneously esoteric And now it's not esoteric because now that you've learned it, it's no longer esoteric, even though it is. It's one of those delicious paradoxes of life. What we're talking about here is more concrete than the concept of the coincidental phone call. That's not where we're going here. Everyone knows this illustration. I know you know it. I know you've experienced it. How about that thing where you think about something and then all of a sudden it shows up in your purview? Like a cool car you like. You know, the car websites where you can build your dream car. I like a Dodge Challenger. That's my favorite. Or just some item that has an emotional connection to you. You just think about that cool Chevy or that cool Lamborghini or something and then all of a sudden you start seeing it on the street or some emotional issue from a TV or an internet screen, and then all of a sudden you start noticing that issue in real life. That's not you drawing those things to you magically by your mind. Those things were always there. The car would have been driving by anyway, but now you're noticing it because it's fresh in your mind. 
It's almost like the game you played as a kid, probably, uh, and you're in the car and you're with your siblings or something, and it's like, I see something blue. And then you find the blue thing because you're looking for it. And the next person says, I see something green. And then you find the green things. It's very similar to that. You have more control than you think. The things around you are all happening. And you're noticing the commonality with what's fresh in your mind. So why not embed what you want to in there? You can notice solutions that were always there but you weren't always seeing those solutions. Here is a way to do that. This is what I do. First, of course, because I am commercial Herschel, the very first thing I do is I smell the inside of my nose three times. I take three deep breaths. I'm sure you figured out that smelling the inside of your nose simply means breathing. You've probably heard of a method like this. I get very relaxed and I take three deep breaths. Then I continue to relax myself. I relax my hands and fingers. I relax my feet and my toes. And I rest my hands on my thighs. Then I do this. I hold my breath three times and I release the... And as I release, I ask the question as I exhale. I do that three times. Here's the question that I asked about for my podcast. I'm trying to solve a problem with my podcast. I did it like this. I'm going to do it for you right now. I'm going to give you an example. You ready? Here we go. How can I grow this podcast even though I'm not going to use social media? How can I grow this podcast even though... I'm not going to use social media. How can I grow this podcast even? Social media. See? And then I just let it go. I just let it go. I relax my body. I relax my mind. And I let that question go. It's done. But it is firmly embedded into my subconscious. I feel like it's just social media is too negative and it has a negative effect, so I want to avoid it. I also take the freedom of expression and privacy very, very seriously. I'm offended by this profane idea that there are these other magic adults who think they can control what I'm hearing and seeing and, you know, speaking. It's just absolutely profane. Um... And that's as political as I'm going to get. But you know, I'm trying to give you an example and tell you what I'm trying to solve with my question as I try to use my subconscious mind to help me. And I hope you can respect that. The point is, you can give your subconscious mind a problem to solve. So, even when you're not aware of it, your brain is constantly gathering data. Even in your sleep, it's gathering data. Anything you hear in your sleep, anything happening to you when you're driving, everything, every single moment, your brain is aware of it. There's more in there than you know what to do with. That's why you dump a lot of useless useless things out of your brain when you dream. Think of the Tetris game. 
Things are moving around and filling up the spaces and completing the puzzle. Then when that ha what, what happens is the data is being compiled and organized back there deep in your subconscious. And all of a sudden you get that one last bit of info and that completes the Tetris and bam, you say, aha, or Eureka or bingo, or why didn't I think of that before? Why not put it to work for you? Embed a question about a problem you want to solve rather than having it be like a random clown show in the back of your head. Put all of that data to work. Don't you agree that it would be better to help you meet goals, figure out some problems, and come up with a solution if you took control of some of these processes? Okay, so that is the first part of the show. And here's an ad. And when, it when we come back from the ad, for those of you who have to listen to this ad, um, I'll be here to put something related to today's show. And maybe we can learn some things together for Friday. Maybe we'll get some nice comments from some people and we can like learn some stuff together. So, and Mark. Okay. Thank you again for sticking around. I'm glad you stuck with this. If you're still here, this is, uh, the, this is like one of the inaugural shows. It's a very simple question for you to think about. We learned about how our subconscious minds work in the background for us seeking solutions for our problems when we aren't conscious of it. So here is my question for you. I hope you'll put your, your question about a solution that you need into the comments so that I can read them if you'd like. Here's the question. What is a problem that you would like solved in your life? I told you mine. How can I grow my podcast without legacy and social media? Try the concentration method of embedding the question into your subconscious in a way that I described. Do something like that. Relax well. Make sure your blood is flowing smoothly and evenly throughout your body. Smell the inside of your nose and ask the question. Exhale it out into the world and then just let it go. And what you've done is you've embedded that question into your mind. Why don't you try that? And see what you have. And, and leave it, leave your comments. You can tell what your question is if you want to. Maybe somebody will know and help you. Maybe somebody out there will have a, a solution to, your, to the thing that you're trying to learn. Um, any paid comments that you make will be read. It's a 100% guarantee as long as you keep the, um, you know, you keep my rules of being encouraging and trying not to be divisive or overly proselytizing. Um, keep things neutral and polite, you know, we're going through a struggle right now and we need to keep everything nice in the morning. So thank you so much for listening. And this is the conclusion of this show. This is how the conclusion goes. This place where we live is not a joke. When I look up at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock we are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle the universe of stars seems immovable that's incredible that's incredible we are a moment we are an instant in an endless universe and every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. 
the instances of our existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. There are people who would say that that makes us insignificant. I strongly, very strongly disagree. I think it makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each refractions from a single source of light. You are the individual and the whole. Simultaneously, you are a masterful, mysterious, and anomalous paradox. I'd say that is rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here, and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and bend matter, to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and use of time, the influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential. You are a rare and luminescent jewel that can shine on itself from within itself. You are significant. When you look out at the universe, your consciousness is expanding as far as you are able to observe. From yourself, from your existence on this tiny little planet that is not insignificant. You are extremely significant. Shine on yourself. You shine on others. And what an honor it is that you shine on me. Thank you. Now, go smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. <laughs>